This video is brought to you by Blessed Be God Boutique, maker of Catholic fashionable apparel, handmade accessories, and more. By now you've probably heard the news. An insider who works for the highest decision-making body in my country has let it be known that that body is going to correct an evil decision that was made nearly 50 years ago. And while that entire topic is practically forbidden by our hosts from discussing it, we'll call the procedure that they're going to send back to the various states to decide the fate of the Moloch issue, named after the demon that pops up in the Old Testament in various cultures around the world who demanded offerings of the kind that until now have been protected by the forces of the secular world and their father below. That decision is getting eliminated, it appears, if the story is to be believed. And while I remain skeptical, I'm definitely going to be a, I'll believe it when I see it on this type of news story. If true, it's an unequivocally good thing, to be clear. However, there is something about this that no one is talking about. So let's get into that now. Then I'll begin this by bringing this back to Fatima, because May is the month of Our Lady, and May 13th is the anniversary of the first vision of Fatima. And the vision that we are told is the third secret of Fatima includes a landscape blasted by battle and the wrath of man upon man. It depicts the Pope being chased by enemies of the church, the fallen bishops and cardinals and priests, and that Pope's final end. Apocalyptic stuff to be sure, but the part of the message most pertinent to the news today is this. From that message that we are told is the third secret, we get this, quote, We saw an angel with a flaming sword in his left hand, flashing and gave out flames that looked as though they would set the world on fire, but they died out in contact with the splendor that Our Lady radiated towards him from her right hand, pointing to the earth with his right. Had the angel cried out in a loud voice, penance, penance, penance. And we saw in an immense light that is God, something similar to how people appear in a mirror when they pass in front of it, end quote. Again, May is the month of Our Lady, and it is the month of the first vision of Fatima. That was when the first vision was given to the seers. The first secret of Fatima, if you prefer, is a vision of Gehenna, of eternal perdition, and souls awash in the flames of perdition. It is not a pleasant sight, and it was so terrible that the Fatima seers were pulled from that vision before it could overwhelm them. Penance is one of the central parts of the Fatima message, if not the central part. Repentance and penance. And while I watch as people who think sensibly about the Moloch procedure and have the same opinion on it that I do, and that you and I certainly do, while they took to the streets and the internet to celebrate that what the highest decision-making body in my country is allegedly about to do if the reports are to be believed, the one thing no one is talking about is doing acts of penance. This Saturday is the first Saturday, and the five first Saturdays devotion is essential to meeting the requirements of heaven as laid out at Fatima. And I've got videos on that already, so check out the recommended video at the end of this one for how to do it. But I have to ask you a serious question here. Why hasn't there been a major call for penance for the Moloch procedure? Especially in light of the news that broke late Monday night. Why isn't a church leader called for the faithful to get on their knees and beg God for mercy for the 61 million souls snuffed out in the name of the flesh by secular rulers who live and work in service to Moloch? Why haven't we heard that from them yet? We must do penance. Yes, the evil appears to have been defeated for now, at least on that topic, but make no mistake. Our faith teaches us that we must do acts of penance for great evils, especially if we are complicit in them. 
And we are, all of us, through our taxes, through our support for secular figures who told us they'd do something about this issue decades ago, but didn't, and we continue to support them anyway. We are complicit because of our apathy. So yes, rejoice, for the secular servants of the Lord of this world have taken a lot of losses on important things lately. And yes, it's totally fine to take some joy in watching their servants wail and gnash their teeth over the news. But do not lose sight over the fact that we must do something to begin paying that enormous price for those unspeakable sins. My country exports the practice and will continue to do so. Make no mistake about that either. Both of the parties are guilty of permitting or supporting it to some degree. Obviously, different degrees when we're talking about things. But the practice will continue in some parts of the country until some secular figures decide that they've had enough and have the courage to put forth something that ends the practice altogether. That recognizes that we are talking about human beings who are not to be treated like an inconvenience and denied the reality of their existence simply because some find their existence inconvenient. And that will take courage. Mark my words, it will be a long while before we see that. And the other side is mobilizing. They're mobilizing to move forward with getting their people out so they can retain their hold on the reins of everything and force through hook or by crook a remedy that will restore the outgoing status quo and to ensure that this never happens again. You must be vigilant and ensure that this doesn't come during the coming events of the fall. Penance is what we have to focus on for the time being. Bolton Sheen correctly describes why we must do penance here. Quote, deep sorrow does not come because one has violated a law, but only if one knows he has broken off the relationship with divine love. But there is yet another element required for regeneration, the element of repentance and rep reparation. Repentance is a rather dry-eyed affair. Tears flow in sorrow, but sweat pours out in repentance. It is not enough to tell God we are sorry and then forget all about it. If we broke a neighbor's window, we would not only apologize, but it also would go to the trouble of putting in a new pain. Since all sin disturbs the equilibrium and balance of justice and love, there must be a restoration involving toil and effort. To see why this must be, suppose that every time a person did wrong, he was told to drive a nail into the wall of his living room, and every time he was forgiven, he was told to pull it out. The holes would still remain after the forgiveness. Thus, every sin after being forgiven leaves holes or wounds in our human nature, and filling up of these holes is done by penance. A thief steals a watch, can be forgiven for the theft, but only if he returns the watch, end quote. This abominable practice has left a wound in our society. The culture isn't well. It's up to its eyebrows in impurity and vice and sin. Everything in the culture relies on sin and the connection to the Moloch practice are eye-opening when you see how embedded the practice actually is in the culture. Repentance and reparation and sin is needed for the country has broken its relationship with God long ago, and that needs to be restored. So this also means we must also spread the gospel. Catholics are notorious in America at being bad at this. But reparation and penance begins by making up how for all of our own failings in our individual lives, whether that is through picking up the practice of fasting again, despite it being the Paschal season, or praying extra rosaries, or sacrificing time for acts of charity, or spending long, lonely nights in perpetual adoration in front of the Blessed Sacrament. We must do acts of penance. There's a debt to be paid here. We must get the bishops of the church to call on the laity to do acts of penance as well in an organized manner. That is the only thing we can do if we wish to stave off paying the debt that is due for this abominable practice, because someday America will have to address that debt, and it will not be a pleasant day when it comes. Here's another shorter quote from Fulton Sheen to really bring home the point. Quote, 
God gave us two weapons, knees and hands, knees to spend an hour of day in reparation for sins, end quote. Our faith teaches us that we can do acts of reparation for the sins of others as well. And if the sins of a civilization that has forgotten God are not worthy of your acts of reparation, especially those that I am obliquely talking about here, I don't know what is worth your acts of reparation. I would suggest that we begin with fasting. Take on a day of preconciliar style fasting, either total abstinence from food if you can, or one single meatless meal. Go harder if you can. Choose a convenient day of the week if you want. Fridays are traditional, but any day aside from Sunday would be fine. Go to confession as soon as you can if you need, and when the priest gives you penance, once you've done his imposed act of penance, if possible, do it again, offering it for reparation for 50 years of the evil we're talking about that my country is allowed with little meaningful resistance to it. And if you are like me and are seriously hooked on caffeine, quit consuming caffeine wholesale for a few days and offer those headaches that come as a reparation for those sins. Take on voluntary suffering. Yes, I'm talking about doing old-fashioned things here. Do something. And above all, contact your bishop and ask them to organize a public penance and repentance service of some kind. It's needed. It's not optional. And remember, the servants of Moloch are going to use this to rally support for holding onto what they control at this time for the things coming this fall. And I know I've already said that already, but it bears repeating. So please do what you can to prevent that from happening. Do penance in the meantime. Is the news good? Yes, like I said at the start, it's good news. Unequivocally so, this is good news. Even if I didn't treat the news as anything other than a calling to do penance, so please take what I've asked of you seriously and share this call with those of you that you know who will likely heed the call to do acts of penance. And if you haven't started the Five First Saturdays devotion yet, this Saturday is a first Saturday, so please make the effort. And I have a video recommended right at the end of this one to help you with that. So click on that and watch that if you're not familiar or you need to brush up on how to do this. What did you make of the news, though? Are you like me still skeptical that the people we're talking about are actually going to issue this decision as advertised? I mean, they've punted on this a few times recently. That's why I'm skeptical. Do you think it's actually going to happen? What do you think the consequences will be? Let me know in the comments, please, and like and subscribe if you haven't. It really does help. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.